This is episode 154 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Welcome to episode 154 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today, I have Shoaib Qureshi on the show. Shoaib is a relatively new investor that's moved very quickly. His mindset's in the right place, and he's a really smart guy. So we had a really good conversation today, talking a lot about the mental fundamentals to be a successful real estate investor. And then, of course, the actual tangible fundamentals and the nuts and bolts of what Shoaib believes is a good deal. Shoaib's invested in Sudbury, Ontario, primarily, and... He talks through his perfect burrs. He talks through his cash flow and how he's getting the 1% rule and just how important cash flow is for him as he invests at a distance while living in the GTA about four and a half hours from his actual rentals. So a good episode. Obviously, a lot of people moving up Sudbury Way for investments and doing it at a distance. And I'm always intrigued to hear about people doing it and uh, hear about how their experience is going. Before we get into the episode, I did want to make a quick announcement. I've had a, a couple more requests for meetups and you know, basically just people having an opportunity to talk to me or talk to other fellow investors. Now, there's not a whole lot I can do about networking in terms of getting people together to talk to other investors right now with what's going on. However, I do have a coaching tab on my website for anyone. If you have something you'd like to talk about with me, I have Ask Me Anything sessions so we can go over case studies, we can go over specific stuff you're working on, technical stuff that you know I'm uh, an expert on or I I am often involved in. Basically, it's anything that uh, I've covered on this show is pretty well fair game. So that's just something I can offer. You can book that directly through the website if you go to andrew-hines.com and then just click on the coaching tab. You will see it there and you can put it right on my schedule and we will have a call and you can go ahead and ask me what it is you want to know about. So we can talk on either Zoom or a phone call. Just specify that in your notes to me when you book the session and uh, we'll go ahead and get that set up. Further, just before we get into the episode, if you could kindly hit the like, subscribe and notification bell if you're watching on YouTube and leave a comment. And also, if you're listening on, a, on an audio platform, I'd greatly appreciate it if you'd head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast so that more people can find it. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into episode 154 with Shoei. Qureshi. Hello and welcome to the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. I have Shoaib Qureshi on the show and he's going to tell us what he's been up to. Uh, Shoaib, thanks for being here. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so we connected through Instagram and I've just like booked a massive amount of uh, podcasts. Yeah. So you'll have to refresh me on your story. And uh, well, but why don't you just start off by telling me uh, about yourself and, uh, and your story in real estate? Well, for sure. Uh, before I start off, I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for, for your show. Like I've been watching your shows for like, I think like for a year now, right? Back when I had one property through COVID, like I binge watched uh, your show. Like it's mm-hmm. really had a very, very positive like influence on me, you know, just nice. Cause like, um, you know, in, in your podcast, you say, Hey, go back to the first 20 episodes and, you know, listen to it so you can have a good fundamental understanding yeah. Like that's, that's so true. Uh, so, you know, thank, thank you for that. Like I've connected with a few people who've been on your co- podcast, like Sean Rea, um, mm. Austin, you know, so yeah, you know, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. It's yeah. a good, uh, it's a good, uh, review testimony for the show. No, no, for sure. 100%. Uh, my name is uh, Shweb. I am a full-time software developer. I work for one of the big five banks. And, you know, I started uh, investing in uh, real estate about two years ago. Uh, 
So I first started investing in Windsor. Uh, going into it, like I had no idea what and uh, you know what anything was, right? Like I just I went there because uh, my friend, uh, my high school buddy uh, Austin, was basically investing in Windsor, and I saw him drop a lot of content on Windsor. So I said, you know, I had no idea about the market fundamentals. I just said, whatever, let's just go with it. Right. Uh, and then I bought a single family home for about one sixty thousand dollars And, you know, it was, it was great. Right. Cause I rented out for about 1400 it cash flowed and whatnot. Uh, but then was what started to happen was uh, Windsor became super competitive Mm-hmm. And it was hard to like get similar deals. And I think one month, the property values went up, I think 10%. Like I was bidding like $300,000 for a property. Mm-hmm. And then like now that property that went for 300 was going for like 330, 340, right? And I'm just like, this is crazy. Like I, I can't, you know, I was, I was too new to the game and I couldn't deal with like the crazy like you know this is craziness so I, I decided to start investing in Sudbury which was uh almost a year ago and you know since then I've acquired about uh five properties with my business partner uh I think it's about 16 16 or 15 units and I've like uh, you know worked with my family as well and we've acquired like I think you know two properties uh four units with them so yeah. Okay. So you've got five properties with one investor, or like a partner, like like my like my business partner. We're both active partners. We have okay. Six so properties. two active partners. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have got six properties. So you've got the one in Windsor, and then these these five. Is that right or no? Yeah. Okay. And then you've also got two more with uh, with your family. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to you know invest as well. So. Okay. So what's uh, what's your typical structure? Like, how are you? You know, when you did your first one, you you jo- joined up with your investor or your partner here. Yeah. Did one of you like, bring in money? Like, how did that both, work? Both of us, like, because I had no knowledge going in. I'm so you guys just, you know, just went in 50 50, did 50 50, just to yeah. mitigate the risk, right? Sure. Like, hey, getting started, sometimes that's a good way to get your feet wet. Exactly. And it's like yeah. one, initially it was $160,000. That was mm-hmm. the purchase price. So 20% of that is 40, you know, 40,000 roughly, right? So bringing in twenty thousand dollars, it's not hard to save twenty thousand dollars when you're starting off. Right, so, it's a good foot in the door. Learn the learn the process, build your confidence, and then move on to yep. something bigger. Yeah, yep. yeah. There's something to be said about the object in motion, right? It stays in motion. So get in motion is the key thing, and then yeah. good things come. I've always found that if I'm in motion, more good things come. Like, and I'll be so busy, and then I'll have all these new opportunities that I would never have. Like, meanwhile, when I'm slow, it's like nothing's going on. Um, yeah, it's funny how that works. So. Um, yeah, anyone who wants to get started that way, I think that, you know what, that it can be great, right? Obviously you got to make sure you're with the right people, but exactly uh, and buying good properties, but that's, um, that's the number one thing. I feel like as long as you have the, a good deal, like mm-hmm. all the stresses are gone. Cause when we bought it, our property for 160, it was probably worth about 170, 175. So we have that $15,000 threshold mm-hmm. where we can make mistakes and learn. Right. So sure. we know, I think we brought the, uh, initially we bought the wrong paint color or something like that. I was mm-hmm. like dying, you know, cause like, you know, I was, I was a young guy, like, you know, hundred dollars, $200 is, is big money to me at that time. Right. So when you put it in perspective, you were like, yeah, you know, it's a $200 mistake, but like, you mm-hmm. know, we made $15,000 on the buy, you know what I'm, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. 
and you're gonna naturally you're gonna waste money on things and make mistakes like that's like every yeah. freaking real estate project there's mistakes yeah you hope to eliminate them but it's it's <sighs> it's not very common that people are eliminating them <laughs> i feel like if you're trying to go further right you're mm-hmm. gonna make mistakes it's just bound to happen right because yeah. you, you can't if you learn everything about everything and then you do it you're probably going to be 60 or 70 years old by the time you get yeah. there right uh, you know, I, I love how you talk about your Ohio story on how you like lost a ton of money on property management, you know, the property, mm-hmm. ma- like, you know, sure. That was like a really, really expensive lesson basically. Right. So it wasn't that expensive. It could have been worse, but yeah, could have been I worse. Mean, it's, yeah. it's funny. Like you look back, I'll look back at stuff I used to do. And I'd say, I would never try to do that deal again. But it doesn't mean that deal wasn't successful. Most of the cases where I say that, like Ohio, <laughs> yeah, wasn't the right deal. But but it's um, you know you can overanalyze in this business, and, and so many people wouldn't get started if they think like I think and how how I dissect the heck out of everything I do. Yeah, um, it might actually be a deterrent to actually not do a lot of deals. Which uh, so there's a delicate balance there, like you not can, overanalyzing, right? Yeah, you can't let your like like technical aptitude and skill for thing like hold you back you know you can't let that control you you know what i mean yeah. like i definitely I feel, would do I, more if it wasn't for that like, exactly like i'm an engineer like i'm a super mm-hmm. like book you know gotta mm-hmm. learn right obviously like i have the ability to learn which you know i'm, I'm mm-hmm. you know blessed with right but at the same time it works against me because once i see a deal like i'll see a million ways it could go wrong right that yeah. most like you know like your average person won't be just because like I, I overanalyze, you know, it's obviously a yep. gift, but it's a deterrent as well. Right. Because it's like, sure. you know, cause yeah. you know, yeah, there's a certain amount of faith, right? Like, I don't think yeah. that, I don't think it's right to say that you shouldn't do that, but at the same time, I think we all have to know ourselves and know exactly. when we're doing too much of it, because I mean, I'm grateful like for all the crap that happened to me <laughs> that I learned yeah, yeah. what to avoid. But, you know, certainly uh, there's been maybe overcorrection in that process. Um, but then again, I stick to fundamentals. I could definitely be more aggressive, but I do stick to fundamentals. And I think as long as we all do that, if you know you're meeting your fundamentals and it's just fear, that's when you just got to push. You just got to push yeah. and do it. Um, so I think the key is criteria. Like a lot of people, and I don't think my followers, but a lot of people do operate without criteria, meaning yeah. they don't know what they need. They just, I want to be an investor. Well, that's not criteria, right? Like, are you trying to retire? Do you need cash flow? How much? Because all these cancers will will set a, a, a picture and then you start applying that. And you're like, oh, okay, that doesn't work in Toronto, but it does work in Calgary. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's look in Calgary. Exactly. And, like Anyways, not to get tangent uh, there. Yeah. No, I think that's a valid point because like sometimes like your your criteria will change over time, right? Yeah. But the thing is if you don't have a criteria, you're just you're just doing nothing, right? Like yeah. my initial goal was like I think five to seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars cash flow. And then I said, you know, I'll be good. That was that's what I said two years ago. But as time goes by and I and I see what appreciation's like you know, value, you know, my mindset changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I see, you know, I did a little bit of wholesaling. I see like, oh my God, like, you know, you can add so much value to investors. Like you go like, mm, you know what I mean? Like, cause you're at a certain level when you start off and then, you know, as time goes on, you, you know, you pay your dues, you learn more and you, you kind of mm-hmm. elevate yourself, right? So you can see more and you, you know what I mean? You can, you can change your criteria accordingly, right? Sure. So, yeah. I think right? like, I like what you said, being able to see more. I think that's a big thing. Um, I, yeah. I see that I see that as myself uh, more and more. Like I'm not the doer of the individual tasks as much as I used to be. I'm more of the 
have the wisdom to know which tasks to do. And, and yeah. I'd, I'd rather more and more, I just feel the need to delegate almost everything. <laughs> so I know what you mean. I, I've got to listen to that. You. Plus with a kid coming, I'm going to be delegating yeah. even more. <laughs> Con- congratulations, by the way. On yeah. That. Thanks. Yeah. By the time this airs, uh, he'll probably be here. So really? Uh, yeah. It's, it's coming soon. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, life's about to change, I guess. So I'm trying to get a whole bank of episodes so that I, uh, I don't need to you record can... for a while. And <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well, like my, my house we we invest a lot like my, mm-hmm. my dad invests so yeah. we have like a four-year-old guy uh nephew right and okay. and he knows he knows all about it he's just talking about rents too so like it'll, it'll oh, be yeah. cool you know yeah. oh yeah i'm excited for him like yeah I could, my parents they didn't teach me any of this stuff i had to learn it but i mean i think there's a I, it's just going to be part it's going to be like understanding the, the, the english language you know what i mean like understanding exactly. investing well it won't be like he loves it he'll just understand it i because yeah. i think if you're around that stuff and it's kind of forced on you it's not interesting like we find it interesting because it's like it means freedom but, but yeah to a, yeah to a kid growing up that oh you know that didn't necessarily have the disadvantages and and you know already exactly. had sort of freedom might not appreciate it the same right well 100 100 <laughs> like yeah it's gonna be a whole new world though by that point i mean everything that's happening right now we'll just have to play that one by ear for sure for sure yeah, yeah. well so, best of luck yeah thank you you have any kids yet no 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 i got i got nephews you know one hour nephews. one hour a day i'm that i'm that uncle like hey what's up yeah. you know i play with them and then yeah one hour a day commitment so you mentioned you you graduated with austin yay no we uh we graduated high school not high school you know, together yeah, okay yeah. yeah so you're similar age mid-20s yeah 20 26 26 26. getting into the latter half Uh, late 20s that's good man though like when you're you're mid mid 20s and and you're you know you got a handful of properties already like that's great progress Uh, yeah really better better than i was at that point like i was just still making all kinds of mistakes and and getting burned yeah (laughs) different kind of progress different kind of progress no but yeah yeah. no it's crazy because like all most of the people i talk to on a daily basis are just investors like i talk to austin every other you know every other week i talk to my friend myron and everybody has properties and i just go like oh my god i'm not doing enough right and I, you know what i mean like it, oh that's good uh, though yeah that's what you yeah. need that little boost that just pushes you to go go further go faster yeah and i'm just yeah. like man i'm not doing enough like i'm i'm stressed i'm depressed like i'm like yeah. oh man i only have yeah, but you're still properties. working full time yeah, right yeah 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 of course yeah. but i'm just you know it's kind of perspective and then you yeah. take a step back you go like you know what it, things are well things there's are well. always going to be somebody that's got more than you and there's yeah. always going to be somebody that's got less so i wouldn't yeah. worry too much about what other people are doing but but 100%. yeah keep keep going for sure thank that's you. awesome thank you um so as far as cash flow looks like can you give me a, like yeah. a higher level picture windsor sure. one how how is the windsor one cash flow is that sure. like sure uh so the windsor one we bought it for 165 160 we rented out for 1400 begin in uh, roughly yeah. and then after a year the tenant moved out so we mm. got it re-rented for 1650 oh, wow. um so 1% rule then on what you paid oh uh, no but but we refinanced it at okay. uh 250 okay uh in a year so pulled pulled it out um so we're probably still cash flows like 500 bucks or something yeah 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 yeah. and it's it's like with that one we bought it in a really good area and Mm -hmm. like the tenant is like a superstar like she is so clean she like you know she's like the best tenant right like you can't you can't have any she fixes the smaller issues like beautiful 
you know, one of those like A plus 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 tenants, right? So like there's literally no property management, the maintenance fees is low. Like yeah. uh so we can cash flow a lot, even though like it's not really one percent rule. Uh and I think that property is worth around like 350, 340 now, like in a year, because Windsor's been a crazy market. So we've oh, yeah. been really fortunate for that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you. What are, what do the uh, Sudbury ones look like? Like, what are you so, been buying? What price points? Gotcha. Um, the first one I bought in Sudbury was was like I was really really lucky. You know, again, right place, right time. Uh, I bought uh, a fourplex for one hundred seventy five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and a duplex for one hundred fifteen thousand uh, dollars, like a package deal. They were, they were in the worst worst of the worst areas, right? But in Sudbury, you know, when you, yeah, in Sudbury. Okay, like they're in the terrible area. But if you're if you're like getting it, I knew I could sell those properties the next day for like a profit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like without doing any work, without doing anything. I I, I knew that for a fact, right? Okay. Um, but the properties were in the worst of areas. It didn't, you know, the rules that a lot of the older investors say, like, hey, buy in a good area. Nope. It was the it was like the worst property in the worst yeah. area. Like, like there was a I think there was a murder in that property. You know what I mean? Like it's just oh, terrible. Wow. I went to see I went to see the property and it was just like crazy. Like it was like super dirty. Uh the upper unit uh guy for the duplex was a drug dealer. Uh I mean there's bed bugs, like all, all kinds of issues. But like, again, right. When you put things in perspective, if you can sell it tomorrow for a profit, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything has its price, right? Like I I live in an area that's not too far from the highway and there are people that are actually like up against the highway, but there's a a wooden barrier in the way. I'm like, why would anyone want to live there? But somebody Mm, does. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So and so those those rented for like we had to put about ten thousand dollars to get the uh drug dealer out and Mm -hmm. just clean up you know uh, get rid of the pests so those uh we roughly rent that entire duplex out for about two thousand dollars upper and lower um and uh, the fourplex that we bought for 175 um the rent on that is roughly about four thousand dollars, little maybe a little more, but let's just say four thousand just to be a little okay. conservative. Uh, we've had to put in like throughout the years, like two years. I mean, one year we've owned. Like once the tenant left, uh, we just kind of like cleaned it up, painted it because that's because it's yeah. not a top end area. We're not really right. doing any high end finishes. We're throwing a layer of paint. Uh, like if the floor is it's vinyl. We just, we just clean it. You know what I mean? Instead of everything, just lipstick where needed. Um, just, yeah. Cleaning, you know, like mostly cleaning, okay. Cleaning, any painting, you you know, my, my property manager is very creative and, uh, she keeps it, keeps it, my presses down. So painting here and there. Yeah. (laughs) So wow. Paints, uh, paints on the table of whether or not you're going to do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, like when I heard we had a vacant unit, I was like, you know, kind of ready to spend like you know about eight thousand dollars just turning the whole thing around she's like oh no don't worry you know like i'm like how much do i pay you she's like no don't worry we'll just i'll just take it from the rent so i didn't even have to like fork it out you know what i mean like people tell me those are terrible properties but like once i see like the cash flow and whatnot like you know i I can't it's it puts a smile on my face right so 
Dude, that's interesting because I never really wanted to deal with that. But if you got a really good property manager that just takes care of it, that was sort of like my Ohio scenario. Like the one house I had never even been in. I never even went in it. It did cash flow. The only negative was I sold it for less than I bought it for. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's okay. Um, So you said 4,000 on the fourplex. What were you getting on the other one you said? Uh, 2,000. 2000. And then um, you were, what kind of rentals? Like, were we talking like a thousand bucks each or like very minimal? Uh, Reynolds for the duplex was about, actually it was about six or 7,000, not 10,000. Yeah. Okay. And then for the fourplex, how much did you put into that? We, when we bought it, we didn't turn over any uh, units so nothing. because it was cash or nothing. And then yeah. we put in, I think two or $3,000, but it came from the rent. Okay. So nothing really. Right. Okay. So we'll nothing just treat really. that as zero. Um, did you do any refis on those or those are just straight up purchases? We, we did, uh, we refied like in a call, I think like maybe six months. Yeah. So that was the value. Yeah. The duplex that we bought for about 115 got uh, refinanced at 175, uh, which is, mm-hmm. uh, all the so, same. Oh, no, sorry. No, that that's no, no, I, yeah. So, no, the, uh, 175 up from 115. Yeah. Yeah. 115 to 175. And, uh, Great. the fourplex went from 175 to 300. But really, like I, I, I didn't have much experience at that time. I didn't know you had to actually go to speak to the appraiser. Like I was busy doing my own thing. Like I just mm-hmm. let uh, her go in, and then she did her own thing. I feel like uh, if I was more, you know, if I put more time into it, like I could have gotten a higher evaluation. Right. So, but but hey, I got all most of my money out, or I think all my money out, and they yeah, still just, cash flow like crazy, right? Like I'm just running running the numbers here. So yeah. you got. Uh, you got uh yeah. so the, the the fourplex 175 to buy uh you had a three hundred thousand dollar new value 240 new mortgage at 80 percent. and did you get 80 percent? i'm guessing yeah 80 percent. yeah so, uh, 80, 80%, yeah. Yeah. so two hundred forty thousand. you got 65 grand in your pocket and then for the duplex that you bought for 115 seven grand in uh, you're in for 122 your new mortgage is 140 at 80 percent so that's eighteen thousand mm. dollars in your pocket. So neither property owes you a thing. No, You're in for yeah. zero on both, and you yeah. have two properties that could potentially pay you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, they're they're amazing. They're, so those, man, yeah. and what do you have between between those two for cash flow? Do you figure? You see, I'm a very passive investor. Like I, one, I know, I just know it's positive. But you know what? Let mm-hmm. me let me do some math. Uh, the rents are about. Uh, six thousand. Six thousand right? between the two. Yeah. yeah, and then you got taxes between the two. How much? Uh, I think 4,000 just be okay. conservative. And um, then insurance, like two houses at, at 1500 bucks, 200. Yeah. Oh, so 200 bucks uh, per, a month. Per month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total between the two. Yeah. Again, being super conservative, right. It's probably like 75, but, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to put it, I'll just put it three grand for the year for the two together. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then maintenance, let's, those, I would go a little higher. So we'll say 10% yeah. maintenance. Yeah. Uh, do down. you pay utilities? Yeah. Some of them I do, some of them I don't. So just put down, put down like uh, 150 bucks per month. A month. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it goes 150 times 12. So 1800 a year for utilities. Uh, management, you're paying, obviously. So what do you pay? Oh, sorry, my bad. Can you put like 300 for utilities? It okay. doesn't in- including gas. So, yeah, you know, okay. Yeah, that that sounds like it makes a bit more sense. Okay, so yeah, yeah my bad. So 3,600 a year and then utilities, what do you, or sorry, uh, management, what are you paying there? I pay, I pay 
Nine percent. Okay. Sudbury has really expensive property management, and like some some people charge twelve as there as well. But but including releasing. Uh, no, like re-renting charge, is on top of that. No, they, then like so they even charge like a one per, one month rent for that. Yeah, yeah. That's so the, I guess I could see it though if 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 she's managing that type of property for you and they are oh, like yeah. more problematic, I would want to get paid more as a manager too. No, one hundred. So, no, my my yeah. property manager nine percent flat everything. You know, that's everything, including yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but I'm saying like yeah, yeah. She's Others. great. She's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm saying other property that that I've compared with, like a lot of people charge like twelve percent and they charge one percent. Yeah. I mean, like if, yeah. if they can bring in the value, then sure. more money, more, you know, right. Take it's all, all relative, money, right? right? Yeah, it's all relative. Like, if I can give you a million dollars and you can bring me back three, I'm like, I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. right, exactly. Right. Um, what about landscaping? Are you paying anything for that? Or they're all doing it? Uh, no, no, we pay about, so in the winter we shovel snow and yeah. in uh, summer we like, you know, cut the grass. So summer about 50 bucks a month for cutting grass. Mm-hmm. uh and in the winter about let's just say 150 for shoveling so okay I, so you're I averaging 100 a month across yeah. the year pretty much so yeah. we'll say 1200 a year per house or 1200 total um let's put 150 because i get a discount okay. right so equals yeah. 150 times 12 okay yeah. so about 1800 between the two houses and then miscellaneous That's i'll just fine. leave like a 500 dollars fee in there um yeah Okay, so your value between the two, I'm just going to total this up. Your 475 value after your refi on both of those. So 80% of that's 380 between the two, 2.5% mortgage rate. We'll just say 30 year M. Your cash flow between the two houses is 2200 bucks. Yeah, sounds Even about after right. paying all that management yeah. and, you know. Yeah. You're making a good case for going to Sudbury right now. Yeah, no, no. Okay, so I just wanna, I just wanna make something clear before I get more people to come up to Sudbury. This is like a crazy deal, you know. And this yeah. is a deal that that happened a year ago, and it wasn't on the market. You right, know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, I'm dying to find a deal like this, right? Yeah, uh, find now, it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if I made my criteria to find a deal like this, I yeah. would not get another deal, right? Um, yeah. Like something I have right now is like basically 1% rule. Like I'll buy something for 300 and they'll cash flow 300. And that's an amazing deal in Sudbury, right? And obviously it's a better area. It's more more of like a B, B minus, B plus yeah. area. So, so that's a different kind of 1% rule you're talking about. So you're talking cash flow instead of rent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, you said it, you'd buy it for 300 grand and it would cash flow 300 bucks. No, 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 no. My bad. My bad. My cash flow. It would rent out for three, 300,000. 3,000? 3,000. 3,000. Yeah, oh, okay. So yeah. yeah one, my bad. So you could still go for 1% rule there. That, that yeah. Works. Yeah. But it's getting on the market. It's getting really, really tough. Right. Because uh, I think um, people from the GTA, they're yeah. kind of hard to get deals in Windsor anymore, like especially the beginners. Yeah. So, so they're screwing everything they're, up and going up to Sudbury for you. They're, they're messing it up for me, man. Like, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> oh, man. They're, they're hearing all the stories of people going to Sudbury on this podcast. And they're just, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus, you got Robbie Clark up there buying up half the city. and Robbie going. Clark. Yeah, you know I, those I guys. Heard, yeah, I I, I might have uh, gotten close to like doing a wholesale deal with those guys. So yeah. yeah, they're. I mean, they've been on the show a few times. They do a yeah. lot of stuff up that way. Um, in a lot of ways. So 
Yeah, yep. there's definitely the cat's out of the bag on Sudbury. I mean, I just <sighs> yeah. damn, it's so far north. It just makes me not want to go there. <laughs> no, it's it's you know what? I'm I'm not a cold guy. I hate the cold. Like I thought about yeah. moving up there and managing my own units, yeah. but I'm just like I I hate the cold. I I hate yeah. the cold, Andrew. Uh, I do too. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. want to be here where we are. I mean, the snow's kind of pretty right now, but it's uh, pretty, but it doesn't feel good. You know what no. I mean? I, I like snow for skiing, like take me to a ski resort and then take me right back yeah. to warm. Like I don't want any of the in-between stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't even, that one out. I don't even, I don't even, you know what? I see ice. I'm, I don't mess with it. Stay home. I, I, I indoor, you know, I'm just indoor. I hear you all the time. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the, Hey, that, I think that's a lot of us, but we, for some reason we Canadians just put up with it. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're doing quite well. Would you say that those pro- yeah. projects in terms of like at the end, how they're cash flowing is fairly typical for what you're doing in Sudbury? Are you getting that kind of cash flow or no? Um, not, not that, that one was like a really, really good deal. Yeah. Um, okay. a more like a realistic thing that I always try to go for is like, we bought a duplex for, I think two ninety, right. Mm-hmm. And, um, we put about $10,000 into it, rented, rented the top and bottom out for about uh, $2.9,000. Okay, right? so, so hang on. So you, you paid two ninety. dollars Yeah, we paid. And you said how much into it? Oh, $10,000. $10,000. Those are yeah. light rentals. Okay, and then you rented yeah. out for $2,900? $2,900, yeah. Okay. And did you do a, a refi on that too or no? Uh, no, we haven't. But I'm thinking conservatively, uh, we're going to get about let's just say 360 on it 360 when you do okay yeah so all right so there's another property so that's almost one percent rule for you almost it's still gonna cash flow after uh but like you know for for me like i have a full-time job and i do a lot like you know i do a lot of active stuff so as long as i don't have to put in my personal funds into the like into the property like i'm i'm good and i I don't even have to put my personal time into it that's that's a big one right right oh it's amazing uh, right at that would you be paying any utilities or you would not i am only paying gas which is comes up to about like i think a hundred bucks a month on average okay so so 1200 for the year yeah um and then taxes on a place like that like two grand something like that it's actually three three thousand Okay. Uh, insurance 1500 for the year. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty. Uh, maintenance, I'll leave at 10%, even though it might not be, um, uh, ma- management on that 9% again, 9%. Yeah. Yeah. And then you wouldn't do landscaping. They do their own. No, no. We, we, we put in about like 50 bucks a month. Oh, okay. So you still do yeah. 50 and winter snow, snow removal or no. Yeah. Like just average, it would be $50. Okay. So a 600 month. a year. So. so even on that, you're still like a 7% cap rate. If you refinance it at the 300, well, no, let's just say you're approximately 300 in with your reno, mm-hmm. like your 10 grand. So you're still 800 bucks cash flow. Like it's not bad. No, and that, no, those that's are great including, numbers compared to around here. Yeah. And that's including 10% for the maintenance, right? Like, yeah, which that's, it generally, you know, you know what I mean? Generally like, it's less, but what I like to use that number is because it allows for life cycle capex? maintenance. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, exactly. yeah. When your furnace goes, when your roof goes, like those are items yeah. that, it's not going to happen every year, but it, exactly. you are building towards that day. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, the 500 cash flow, honestly, like I'm not comfortable living off of 
all of these cash flows because I don't know what's yeah. going to break. So I see that 500, like, like I don't want it as long as I don't have to put my personal money into these checking accounts, like yeah. for each property, like I'm good. Right. Cause the property is going to pay itself off. Yep. Right. In, in five years. So I'm I mean, right not in five years, but like, you know what I mean? You're going to have so yeah. much build up. And even if it's a downturn, right? Like I'm just going to chill. And because the way the Ontario's, uh, landlord tenant stuff is structured people don't want to lower rents right because if you, if you lower rents and you're just stuck with them right so i'm pretty confident that people want lower rents you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh so if i can hold this and in 20 years it could pay most of it off right mm-hmm. and if, even if it doesn't appreciate a percent like i can live with that you know like yeah i mean realistically like with the money printing happening now and the yeah. fact that nobody nobody wants to work because there's so many handouts um, yeah. you know, it's quite likely that your property is going to go up in value. Now, the only, the only caveat being there could be the roller coaster ride. There could be the, there could be massive crashes followed by recoveries. I don't think that there would be, but there, I mean, anything can happen. Right. But if you yeah. got the cash flow, what do you care? I mean, cause you, I... we know it's going to come back eventually. It's got to because, you know, when our dollar can't buy a two by four, what do people do? They look to what's already there. So, and then that's going to obviously drive those prices up. So, even um, if there's a crash, like I see it as a positive, I get to buy a home in, in, right. in Toronto, you know, finally. Yeah. Right? And that's what I, I try and prepare myself in my head. You know, if it ever happens, what would I do if there was a crash? You know, like say I'm yeah. doing all X, Y, and Z and then there's a crash. What do I do? Well, exactly. I solicit. <laughs> we won't say this. I, I, I talk to some investors and we pool some money and we buy a lot of stuff on the dip by the dip. Exactly. I mean, let's, uh, everything's on sale, right? Like, yeah. Type of thing. Right. Just as long as you haven't, you know, put yourself in that position where you're, what you have is negative cash flow. But even if that is the case, like yeah. what better reaction is there than double down and buy up cheap real estate? And you kind of exactly. even out your loss on some by making a bunch on others. So um, again, that's why I, I keep going back to the fundamentals because you'll never know what's, you know, what's the right move, but you can stick to your fundamentals. Yeah. As long as there's cash flow, you're, you're, at, yeah. you're at peace of mind, right? Like you should, that, as long as there's enough, should, right? Like you enough. said, I wouldn't feel comfortable taking that 500, but maybe somebody else would. So that's a personal decision. Like, yeah, like, like an alternate strategy that, you know, I was thinking about was a condo, like by my house Mm -hmm. that I would buy for about five to $600,000. Yeah. And, you know, if I purchased it, I would have made a gain of a hundred thousand dollars, maybe $150,000 gain. Right. But I would be negative $500 cash flow. Doesn't right. Like, I would have made a lot of money, but it's just depressing seeing that $500 come out of my bank account Mm. and then me going and taking service calls. Like I don't really own my time now. You know, I'm dependent on some, you know what I mean? Uh, There's one caveat. There's one caveat. I've done it where I'll lose a little, but I know that there's a play to increase income in the future. Even if it's not immediate, I know like in one to two years, I have a plan to correct that. As long as I know that's in place, then I'm okay with it. But, but $500 Mm -hmm. would not, you know, in a, in a, um, I don't think increasing $500 within a year, like that's tough, right? Or two years. Like I would hate the journey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like in a condo, I don't think that's realistic. I don't, I don't really think, I mean, it could happen, but it's not something you want to bank on. Whereas when you have multifamilies and like, say you had a fourplex and you're a negative 500, well, all you got to do is just increase each unit 125. Exactly. And a lot of times, like, especially like talking to guys from like Chatham and stuff, they're like, we turn over one unit, we fix that. And then now, now the other three, we can turn them over and just add, add, add. Exactly. My thing is like, I I really want to, 
enjoy every day right mm-hmm. if i'm stressing too much like it just it just you yeah. i won't last right like i feel like as long as you're in the investing journey for like 10 years yeah. like you're going to be good like even if you're a bad investor like the market is going to forgive your mistakes that's that's what i think right as long as obviously, you can persevere through right first pers- yeah like obviously i don't aspire to be a bad investor making like bad deals but like yeah. you know what i mean so i just feel like as long as you enjoy yeah. the journey like you'll you know yeah. what I mean? Like you'll, you'll, you'll go through it. So. But I don't think you're talking about bad deals. You're saying, yeah, you got your cash flow. They're not the greatest, nicest properties. Exactly. But the result at the end of the day is huge equity gain and uh, I'm just greater know, financial freedom. So, it's like my my property manager, she just texted me, "Hey, uh, something's wrong with your our pro- with your property. It's gonna charge cost about four hundred dollars to fix it." Yeah. I didn't even think twice, you know, because yeah. I had no like. I'm like, yeah, sh- sh- you Whatever, know, whatever, yeah. Buy and yourself lunch too, like while you're at it, you know, like because I, you know, you're right. Oh, that's always how I've been about like all my student rentals. It was always just like. They don't owe me anything. I don't take anything out of those accounts. And uh, you know, when they when they, you know, when tax season comes and I owe a whole bunch of taxes because of what they made, then I'll take that out of those accounts. But other than that, I kind of leave it alone. And that's a great place to be, man. When you got it yeah. all set up like that, you don't worry about stuff. Like no you got stress. a plumbing accident in the middle of the night, call the plumber. I don't want to exactly. hear about it. Like uh, yeah. my business partner just went to Costa Rica and like he was like there's no stresses about the property. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though I was I was in Canada, I, I was ready to deal with it. Nothing happened. And when any, yeah. whenever anything happened, the PM took care, took care of it. Perfect. So, yeah. so- are you guys all still, you're still doing things the same where you're both, uh, you're both active, both putting in um, half the cash or are you yeah. both active and, and bringing in a money partner too? Like now, I think now we're going to be looking to like scale. Mm-hmm. So we're going to probably start like borrowing money, uh, mm-hmm. like still be not bringing in a partner, like just uh, the down payment money, just borrow it, you know, mm-hmm. like at a high yeah, interest rate. At an interest rate, yeah. Because it, cause it makes nice. sense, right? Yeah. Even if somebody lends me the down payment m- money at 10% interest rate, mm-hmm. uh, I might not cash flow initially, right? I might have to put some personal mm-hmm. money into it. But then like, you know, as long as I can pay that person back within a mm-hmm. period of time, like I, sh- I should be good. Yep. The reason I didn't want to do that initially is just like, I didn't know any, like I genuinely don't know didn't know much about real estate two years ago right so if i yeah you know i don't i like i there was a good chance that i would have failed right so right you don't want to gamble with other people's money y- yeah yeah like it's it's tough it's a tough one you know like uh i, I, I think you. i if, if i took other people's money i still would have been successful but like i don't you know i want to sleep mm-hmm. at night right like i want to have fun with this journey right yeah so, I hear you. You know, you gotta, you gotta be ready for that. And I think a yeah. lot of people want to jump to that and like, you really shouldn't it's, mess around with that. Yeah. You, you make sure if you're taking somebody else's money, you know what you're doing. Yeah. It's just too much the stress, right? It's just too mm-hmm. much. Right. So yeah. Couldn't agree more. Okay. So you're, you're well set up to grow. You've got a good, good track record going on here and you yeah. figure Sudbury is the place to continue to grow or do you, are you planning on expansion there too? I uh, Sudbury is good for me because I have a whole thing set up there. Like team, right. your team's like there, you team. got a contractor or is it all through your property manager? I, I have a contractor too, just in case my property manager is busy uh, mm-hmm. or her contractors give me high quotes. I have, I have my own okay. kind of like people. Uh, the properties I have at my family, we yeah. 
my dad my dad self manages them right and he has his contractors yeah it's 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 always good to have that backup cuz when i speak with my property manager like obviously like i love her she does a great job but like you know business is business right like mm-hmm. you need to come in with a level of like hey like i can run yeah. things without you right like yeah. even the properties on uh, on melvin the one in the bad areas like mm-hmm. like you know uh I can I can manage them like I'm 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 pretty sure I'm capable of managing them right yeah like that's why when I speak with my property manager like thank you but like you know if need be I can I can change my course of action you know what right. I mean it just gives you like a one up like you know when you were yeah. doing your renovations for your your student rentals like you know sp- you know sp- uh, spending that time in the in the trenches right like you know you can do the work yourself you just prefer not to right yeah so, I wouldn't be very good at doing most of it, but there's some things I'd be all right at. Uh, okay. But yeah, like knowing, I talk more like, about like knowing what goes into each job and being able to call BS. That was that was a big yeah. thing for me. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just that little thing, you know. You know, yeah. right? And they know yeah. you know, so they don't, you know. Right. They don't try things when they know you know. Like, even if they, they know you, you don't know all necessarily all the terminology or every single little piece, but you know enough that you can smell out bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's like, wait, that's gonna cost you. Three thousand dollars. Let me write that down. You know, like let me write right. Okay, and then like you know, and and there's uh, you never want to be like. I mean, I never wanted to be belligerent about it. I'm sure I came off that way sometimes, but at the at the same time, like it just more time passed, more things I knew, more things I learned, and and I understood it a lot better. And these guys know, like if you say, hey, I want to grow together, and you know, we'll work together. They they get it. You know, you want to understand and be clear on things. As long I feel like. I have a good relationship with the people I work with, even though like I'm very serious mm-hmm. with them, like because I pay them on time. If they yeah. do a good job, I give them a bonus. Like, and okay. it's unexpected. It's not a you know, I don't I don't tell them that I'm gonna yeah. give them a bonus. Uh, but like, you know, I, I don't make any jokes, right? Like I'm I'm super serious. Like I'm 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 dry. I just come in that and I, you know, I don't bother them, right? So as long as you nice. can pay them, respect them, and like, you know, give them nice little surprises, yeah. like you know, yeah. they, they won't, yeah. Getting paid quick is like ninety percent of the battle. Being reasonable, don't don't haggle them to death, yeah. and, and pay them quick. Um, yeah. I think people people just want to deal with others that are like that and respectable, right? Like not mm. not you know not no charm there. Just thank yeah. you, no thank you, like sort of like you know. Nice man. Oh, you got your yeah. stick. <laughs> yeah, but besides Sudbury, like I'm I am looking at other places. I am, it's getting harder and harder to buy get these deals just because there's a lot of investors coming up, mm. like you know, duplexes are going for $400,000 and like, you know, the rent is about like, you know, 2.8,000. It's still cash flows, probably yeah. neutral. Oh, that's not great though. Not it's not, not it's not great for Sudbury, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially when yeah. uh, it's not appealing, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at different, you know, different ways to like, mm-hmm. you know, the game changes, right. And you just got to adapt to it. Be uh, looking at maybe commercial buildings, looking at, you know, mixed use buildings. Like, I, I, I don't know what the, what the next step is um but kind of you just have to figure it out right like i'm still gonna do what i'm gonna do do my bread and butter but yeah yeah man awesome well if people wanted to follow you where should we send them uh instagram instagram Instagram. i can can send you the link anything else you would like to share with the audience before we wrap up uh oh if you guys want to learn about sedbury uh we have uh we have a ton of content on for the rise network uh, i'll send you the link andrew uh, we made some good okay, sure uh, i can put it i can put the link in the description as well yeah yeah awesome man okay words of wisdom before we go oh no 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 words of wisdom no words Sorry. of wisdom just get You're your putting cash me on, just yeah. get your cash flow <laughs>
<laughs> hey, you already said it, man. Uh, as long as you got cash flow, you'll be all right. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I took from our interview, which I... I yeah, I it, just, it just yeah. takes the stress of life out, you know, yeah. like it's it, that's great man and and you keep it passive like you said you're a pretty passive investor you let them do the the work you're working full-time man that's that's huge yeah. to be able to work yeah. full-time still grow your portfolio pretty aggressively and be yeah. in the 20s you know you got and things headed in the right direction I, I i really enjoy my job you know what i mean like i'm i'm not here i don't hate it you know what i'm saying cool. like obviously they could pay me more I, i'd be a little bit more happier yeah. Uh, but that's always the case. You know, they can always pay me more. Always- yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to have the job so you can get mortgages. So yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. If you ever, you know, do plan to transition out of that, you want to make sure you got a good plan to, to get yourself approved. So, all right, man. Well, thank you very much for doing this. And, uh, it was nice, nice to meet you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Please make sure to share this episode far and wide, help it help more people. I really appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you on the next one.